0: the house with the search warrant and by the time, or supposed search warrant, by the time they arrived, Mr. Green was also there. There was no search warrant, Your Honor. Uh, I intend to go to that from uh, the evidence as we proceed. This Lieutenant White came and showed a piece of paper And Mrs. Mapp demanded to see the paper and to read it, see what it was, which they refused to do, so she grabbed it out of his hand to look at it, and then a scuffle started, and she put this piece of paper into her bosom. And very readily, the police officer put his hands into her bosom and removed the paper. And thereafter handcuffed her while the police officers started to search the house. Now the evidence in the case discloses that uh, the state claims there were only seven police officers, some in uniform. Uh, Mr. Green, who was there and was not permitted entrance to the house, but was kept outside, says there were approximately twelve police officers in all. Now, the evidence discloses that no search warrant existed. Although they claimed that there was a search warrant, there was absolutely no evidence of any magistrate that had been asked for a search warrant. There was no record of a search warrant. Uh, We asked during the trial of the case that the search warrant be produced, and it was not. The fact of the matter is that our own Supreme Court found that It was very questionable as to whether there was a search warrant in this case. What was the piece of paper? Was that we didn't we don't know what it was. She was not given an opportunity to read it. She doesn't know what it was. It was a piece of white paper, but the police officers never produced it. Because, as a matter of fact, if it please, Your Honor. I waited in the trial of the case for Lieutenant White, who was supposed to be the man who procured the search warrant, to take the stand so that at least I could cross examine him as to where, when, and how he procured the search warrant and what the search warrant contained. But the state was clever enough not to put him on the stand. And no other police officer knew anything about it. You, you couldn't have called him? If I called him, Your Honor, yes, I would have made him my witness. Yes, I know, but uh, <coughs> hostile witnesses, one has freedom with a hostile witness. I agree. We have freedom with hostile witnesses, but I've been practicing criminal law for a number of years, and I know what a police officer of experience can do to you if you're not careful as far as the jury is concerned. No, you didn't call him. I did not. I did not. But the prosecutor promised, and we have the prosecutor here, that the search warrant would be produced, and it never was. So the situation is that the home was entered, the place was searched from cellar to roof by all these police officers. They found some paraphernalia in the basement, Pertaining to some lottery uh, belonging uh, later developed to someone else uh, the tenant downstairs and she was tried for that and was acquitted and following the acquittal uh, as to the paraphernalia she was then arrested and tried for having in her possession obscene literature now how... Uh, tried and acquitted of what charge? Uh, of having in her possession uh, policy paraphernalia. And was well, the... And was the trial, it was in the basement in a trunk. And was the trial for possession of obscene literature the same day, immediately? No, no. Nice. Later. In an entirely different court. What was it? Were the prosecutions by information or uh, indictment or what? The prosecution mm. for the literature was by indictment whereas the prosecution for the paraphernalia uh, in the gambling transaction was by affidavit. How much time elapsed?